you're about to get lucky with the Bare Naked Money podcast, the show that gives you the naked truth about personal finance with your hosts, Josh Shellick and Colin White, portfolio managers with WLWP Wealth Planners, IA Private Wealth. Hello, everyone. Next episode of Bare Naked Money here. We're doing things a little bit differently today. If you're expecting a balanced, unbiased, on the other hand type of podcast, this is not it. This is us painting a rosy picture for you and talking about a whole bunch of wonderful things to get your mind off of what's happening in the market right now. So from this point forward, nothing but positivity. And don't respond to us saying that, hey, what about this? What about that? What about that? We're just looking at the positive side of things today. Awesome. I, 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 don't, I don't do well in these environments, Josh, but hey, let's, let, let, we, we can do this. And look, full disclosure, one of my, and I guess this is going to be slightly negative, or it's going to be an observation anyway. One, one of my concerns is that we are always keep it, quote, real, good time. To, like the industry talking about, buy, hold and prosper and all that kind of stuff. Always be in the markets, always have all your money in the markets. We're not that, but we do value your mental health and our own mental health. And having been in this industry for 30 years and gone through bad things, it was always important to have a good spin, at least somewhere in your head. So that when you gave it an opportunity to surface, you had a smile on your face just a little bit. Now, again, full disclosure, this is entirely Josh's idea. So I'm thoroughly excited to be taken on this walk through wonderfulness that Josh has promised us. And he's setting expectations pretty high, so I can't wait. Well, on the positive note, Colin, stock markets go up over time, don't they? Well, so we've been told, so history tells us that's uh, mathematically irrefutable. Over time, markets grow, largely based on the growth of the economy, which again, too, grows over time. And in spite of everything that humankind has been able to throw at it. Yep. So long-term average returns on the stock market around eight to 9%. And that's over a pretty, pretty big sample size, 150 years or so of really good quality data that we have. And on top of that, if you look at the returns after a downturn of the magnitude that we've experienced this year, average returns on stocks looking out three to five years and e even one year are are stronger than average, uh, very positive. So that's something to hold your hat on. Like, hey, if I'm a stock investor, should make money over time. Well, and whether you've got money to put to work now or whether you're just going to be hanging on to your money for the next five years, next five years, you should see some nice numbers coming out of what we're going through right now. So expectations can are allowed to be higher now than they were earlier. Now, we're not all markets here all the time, Colin. I know we've probably focused on it 98% of our lives, but Netflix, Amazon Prime, what are you watching right now? Well, this is where I can give everybody a chance to make fun of me a little bit or get a glimpse into how I spend my spare time. Oddly enough, my wife and I both stumbled onto the same Netflix series recently, uh, and it's Love on the Spectrum. So watching people who are on the autism spectrum somewhere generally, and how they date and how they interact with the world. Now, for those who know me, I very, very much identify with these people. So I was like three or four episodes into it, binge watching it when I realized my wife was also watching it. I think she was watching it as a how-to video uh, <laughs> and to, to improve her skills and being able to deal with me. So yes, I, I thoroughly enjoy the, the lack of filters that exist in that world and 
There's many people there who say out loud the things I scream in my head. So I, I truly have enjoyed uh, that. And hey, while I'm on it, there's also Asperger's R Us, which is a documentary about four guys in a comedy troupe on Netflix. So if you want to take your mind off of other things, for me, that's, that, that's part of what I do. But Josh, I defy you to come up with something because you are so absorbed by the markets. I mean, do you, are you doing anything outside of <laughs> watching numbers? Yeah, a few things. Well, on the, the streaming front, I would say that I, I kind of go back to some of the mainstays when I'm looking for a good laugh. The Office and Trailer Park Boys are kind of staples for me. But Heather, not interested in these. So I kind of have to watch these when I have 30 minutes to myself, but I always get a good chuckle out of them. Um, t- TV front though, at sports, it's the Stanley Cup playoffs. You got at least a couple games left to go. So that's something that's always good uh, to take your mind off things. And here is my sort of, I guarantee you'll love it, uh, recommendation, the new Top Gun. It's just amazing. Go see it in the theaters. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Tom Cruise is the same Tom Cruise from the original Top Gun, uh, somehow. I don't know how that guy does it, but he defies aging. So go see that in the theaters. Uh, I haven't heard anybody tell me that they didn't like it at this point. It's a blast. Hey, my daughter took me to that for Father's Day. So I got to do a daddy-daughter date to go watch it. And yes, Tom Cruise is indeed a real vampire. Um, he does not look any different at all. And everybody around him does, which makes it even freakier. So, but it is a, you have to, what do they say? The willing suspension of disbelief. Uh, you need to check that at the door when you go in, but yeah, it's, it's, it's well shot, well done, uh, and brings you back to the original for those of us who were, saw the original in theaters. Yeah. He might be onto something with that Scientology thing, eh, Colin? There you go. The, the jury is still out. So back to markets, uh, another thing that is, is a lot more positive today than it certainly was a year ago. Government bond yields are hitting three plus percent in North America. And those government bond yields, those interest rates are a very good indicator of the rates of return that you should expect on those government bonds over the, that, that, that holding period. So if you have a 10 year government bond at three and a half percent, you can reasonably expect something very close to three and a half percent rate of return on your investment over that period of time. Now, in case you're saying to me, hey, three and a half percent, not that exciting. Well, they're government bonds. They're not supposed to be that exciting. But when you look at, hey, we can get a good quality corporate bond now for over 5%, maybe five and a half. You can get some of the higher yielding corporate bonds at maybe closer to 7%. That's starting to look pretty attractive for the next little while. Yeah. When we talk about our target rates of return for some kind of a balanced portfolio being in the five, 6% range. Back when bond yields were at 1%, we were, you had to have a built-in larger assumption on the equity side to even out, depending on your risk profile, to get to that target. Now it's getting easier. Going forward, we'll have the latitude at, at some point to, to make a larger allocation to that space and even out the ride, hopefully, the next time we, that the, the roller coaster goes over the hump like this. So again, changing gears. I know we both read probably a lot of what we read is market related, but I'm sure you're reading something not market related right now, Colin. Well, uh, there's a couple of interesting books I've read recently. Um, I tend to read when I go on vacation, uh, the, the Netflix story, the no rules rules was kind of fun. That's not market related, but it is business related. I enjoyed reading that one. And there's another one that I part way through called the halo effect, which is, I find very fascinating talking about, uh, Elon Musk comes to mind 
he's he's wealthy therefore he must do everything right so everything written about him is talking about great management great decision making all the rest of it but if his stock price drops how those articles are now going to be critical of exactly the same things that they were positive on and this goes right up to the level of watching some of the stuff that comes out of harvard business school and some of the commentaries written by the major publications so I, that, that interests me. That makes me excited. I have trouble putting those books down, but that's probably not for every, Josh, you're more normal than me. What are you reading? <laughs> well, the, the one nonfiction, but not market related is shoe dog, the, uh, autobiography of Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. So fascinating book, well-written story. It's, it is sort of a story of his life. And if you want reasons for optimism, just watch how this guy has uh, kind of built this business from from nothing over, uh, I don't know, I guess it's like a 40, 50, 60 year time span. So really uh, impressive story so far and, and just a good read. Well, I agree. I've read that one as well and it's a good story for sure. But there's huge gaping holes from those of us who actually followed Nike and I was I was waiting for two or three chapters just on Air Jordan because, well, that, that, that would have been exciting. But anyway. It is a good read. It's a fantastic story. It is, I'm not sure who, who, whether he wrote it or it was ghostwritten, but it's a very, very well told story. Mm -hmm. Now, Colin, if I asked you to poll our audience, what percentage of people out there do you think would believe that corporate profits, business profits are higher today than they were at the start of the year? Uh, 30%. Yeah. And that even may be optimistic, but it's true. It's true. Uh, corporate earnings are still up. Now that's not to say anything about what's going to happen in the future, but we've seen a pretty steady climb for corporate earnings over the last couple of years. Um, so that flies a bit in the face of what's happening out there with the markets. Well, again, it's, it's, it's part of it. And I don't think we're celebrating this enough. That's a, a hugely positive event. We just went through or in the process at the tail end of a global pandemic that shut everything down. And we're still functioning at a really high level, not as high as we could maybe, but I think things are, are going way rosier than anybody in March of, of 2020 would have foresaw at this point in the future. Yep, that's right. So Colin, plans for the summer outside of work. What are you doing? I'm doing some mountain biking and some trail riding and really enjoying that. Uh, considering venturing out and getting what they call the fat bike, uh, one with those really thick tires on it for using on different terrains and stuff like that, because uh, the technology is amazing. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the nerds. These big bikes now weigh what my old bikes used to weigh that were looked to be a fraction of the size. So it's very comfortable and. On bike, you can get to all kinds of interesting places and get interesting views and get some fresh air and outrun most of the grizzly bears. So, yeah. <laughs> Have you fact-checked that? Do you know how fast a grizzly bear is? <laughs> I said most. <laughs> if I'm going downhill. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's right. <laughs> I think you underestimated how motivated I can get. Yeah. Well, you're going to be going straight down the side of a mountain that, yeah, you'll outrun them. You may not be better off for it. This is true. Whether I, I die by grizzly bear or impalement on a tree, I guess, so, but Hey, this is good news. I'm going to do some mountain biking and have fun with it, Josh. You can't scare me. <laughs> what about you? What, 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 what do you, 
What are you doing for fun this weekend? <laughs> well, I'm getting married in three days. So that should be a blast. We were talking about it before. Should be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. Uh, it seems like it's going to be a hot, sunny day. So you're going to bring your shorts and t-shirt, I think. Right, Colin? Well, again, I haven't received permission from those people I need to receive permission from. But yes, I think that may that may be on the agenda. Well, I'm on the record giving you permission uh, oh. shortly after. <laughs> I don't know if that'll help you or not. <laughs> That's just so cute. You, you think you you think you can give permission for stuff like that? It's, uh, this is great. I'm going to love this weekend. I, I don't know if I can or can't. I'm just going on the record. So use it how you will. Shortly after we get married, though, we're heading out to BC for for four days, and we have a, a full day kayaking trip planned in Desolation Sound, which sounds like a blast, right? I hear that is epic. Yeah. So apparently, there's waterfalls draining into the ocean and all kinds of rugged terrain, a little bit untouched. So it should be uh, should be quite beautiful. Sounds wonderful, and I'm sure you'll share the pictures. Now, last one here, Colin. <clears throat> Human beings are incredibly innovative, aren't they? Oh, look, absolutely. I'm, never, I'm blown away, and I'm actually a little disappointed we don't spend time celebrating some of this. Like, we're flying helicopters on Mars. I mean, like, seriously. Like, why, why are we not talking about that more? I mean, that that seems to be such an amazing marvel of, well, just magic, like, that we're, that we're doing stuff like that. And properly motivated and properly organized, it's, it's amazing what can get accomplished. And sometimes technology, it, it, the way I heard it best described was that the, the best innovations are not normally accompanied by Eureka, we did it. It's accompanied by, oh, that's odd. So sometimes in the moment, we don't know that something is going to be truly transformative. But that doesn't mean that transformative things aren't happening on the regular. Uh, so again, I think that dealing with this global pandemic is one example for sure. The advances we've made and how to treat people with this and treatment plans that have worked and not worked. I mean, it's just constantly evolving and having had friends and, and acquaintances who've gone through the hospital system during this, again, it's, it, if you turn around twice and you, you look back at how something is, whether it's replacing a knee, replacing a hip or all these other things, the technology is just otherworldly. Uh, so yeah, no, I've got all kinds of faith in humankind, but you have a, a couple of notes that you have here about people and books and stuff. Are you, are you going to give us a story? Well, no, I just, there's just a couple of things that kind of reinforce the idea that as much as we can look at today and say a whole bunch of things are messed up by almost every quantifiable metric, things are way better today than they ever been in history. And a couple books, just if, if somebody's looking for an optimistic read, Enlightenment Now by Steven Pinker or Factfulness by Hans Rosling. And these are, again, they're, they're looking at some of the, the real data to prove a point, to prove a point that, hey, we should be a lot more positive on where we've ended up here than I think we, we often are. And just talking about technology, I was talking to somebody a couple weeks ago, one of our clients and it is just a small thing, but it just, it kind of blows me away sometimes when you talk about some of this, this technology stuff, but he's very into birding and looking for, for plants and foraging for, for plants and different flowers and identifying these, these different uh, species, if you want to call it that. 
And so I was saying, oh yeah, guess what I found out recently? You can have an app and you can go take a picture of a plant and it goes to Google or wherever and it tells you what the actual plant is. You don't even have to know. You just take a picture on your phone and it tells you. And he said, well, he kind of went up to me. He said, yeah, well, when he goes bird watching, he has an app on his phone that listens to the sounds of the birds and it tells him which birds are in the area just by the sounds of their, their songs. So he's like, Looking at his phone, he's like, oh, this bird is in the area. Sure enough, hung around for five minutes and saw this thing come by. And it's quite quite a beautiful bird, apparently. So all these these little things that are making our life lives better or more interesting that we often don't think about are, are pretty remarkable. Well, I mean, I'm reminded of a story. Again, perspective is is worth is worth a lot. And again, Air Canada's in the news a lot lately about bad travel conditions and stuff. And this one guy was talking about being at a friend's house and they said, yeah, we were delayed on the runway for 45 minutes. And it's like, and then what happened? Did you fly through the air while you're sitting in a comfortable chair, like a Greek God being offered food? <laughs> Is that what happened next? Did you travel all halfway around the world after that? Yeah. Yeah. But I was stuck for 45 minutes on, on the runway. That's the highlight. Yeah. Not, not the marvel of air travel and the fact that you were able to sit like a Greek God and be fed food and served drinks while you traveled across the globe. Yeah. Louis CK has, he's a comedian. He has a bit on that on a, uh, a late night show where he's talking about something similar and somebody in his, his airplane was complaining that the Wi-Fi wasn't working properly while they were in the air. And his yeah. point was you're on the internet, 30,000 feet in the air, flying to your destination. What more do you want? <laughs> Yeah. No. And again, I think that the comedians actually have it because if you listen to a lot of the different comedians, that's the angle they take. They're poking fun at all of y'all, including me. And, uh, listen, that's just important to keep perspective during times like this. And maybe this has been a diversion or maybe there's only three people left listening now. Who knows? Uh, but if you need someone to talk to and take your mind off of things, we can do that. Give us a call. Yeah. And last point is. If you're trying to keep yourself in a positive frame of mind, stay away from the mainstream media. They do a fairly good job of presenting information to us, but they typically do it in a way that's going to draw eyeballs, draw your attention. And usually that's by making you scared, making you fearful, or giving you a little bit of shock and awe, which may not always be the best thing. It, it can affect one's brain negatively. Well, thanks everybody for staying this long. We appreciate you. If you have any comments or requests for future podcasts let us know we are wide open to ideas and seem to be able to talk about just about This information has been prepared by White LeBlanc Wealth Planners, who is a portfolio manager for IA Private Wealth. Opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the portfolio manager only and do not necessarily reflect those of IA Private Wealth Inc. IA Private Wealth Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. IA Private Wealth is a trademark and business name under which IA Private Wealth Inc. operates. We've noticed something. It seems there are a lot of people who would rather try to figure out their lives with an online calculator than air your finances to a human. Stop doing that. You need to talk to someone who can help direct you, tell you where to start with what you've got to make the biggest impact on your future. You can't figure that out at doihaveenoughcash.com, but you can figure it out by chatting with us. 
Call us. It'll be okay. You'll see. The content of this presentation, including facts, views, opinions, recommendations, descriptions of, or references to products or securities, is not to be used or construed as investment advice, as an offer to sell, or the solicitation of an offer to buy, or an endorsement, recommendation, or sponsorship of any entity or security cited. Although we endeavor to ensure its accuracy and completeness, we assume no responsibility for any reliance upon it. This should not be construed to be legal or tax advice, as every client situation is different. This podcast has been prepared for information purposes only. The tax information provided in this podcast is general in nature, and each client should consult with their own tax advisor, accountant, and lawyer before pursuing any strategy described herein, as each client's individual circumstances are unique. We've endeavored to ensure the accuracy of the information provided at the time that it was written. However, should the information in this podcast be incorrect or incomplete, or should the law or its interpretation change after the date of this document, the advice provided may be incorrect or inappropriate. There should be no expectation that the information will be updated, supplemented, or revised, whether as a result of new information, changing circumstances, future events, or otherwise. We are not responsible for errors contained in this podcast or to anyone who relies on the information contained in this podcast. Please consult your own legal and tax advisor.